God has been taking us on a series titled Don't Look Back. And we mentioned, God bless you. You may not mute your devices, uh, but please make sure you are awake uh, so you don't miss your blessing. Make sure you are awake. Uh, if perhaps maybe you are lying down or you are you are still under your duvet, no, it, um, if you really want to stay awake and then receive something from God, make sure you sit up. You sit up. Uh, if you know, um, even sitting down may make you sleep. You can walk around in your house so you don't miss your blessing. Now, turn your Bible with me, please, to the book of Genesis. God brought his word to us on don't look back. Don't look back. And then essentially what that brings tells us is that lean your hands on the plow. The Bible tells us in that Luke chapter 9, verse 62, anyone that lays down on the plow and looks back is not fit for the kingdom of God. What that tells us is that is that if you have if you have laid your hand on pursuing God, on knowing God, don't look back, because it's very disastrous even to look back. And so, and then so we understood what that means. And now also we understand that um, uh, plow, plow in actual sense can represent. We look at it from two uh, perspective. We look at it from one spiritual plow, which is walking with God. And then um, now number two, we are going to look at what spiritual plow indicates. When the Bible says, don't look back. If you lay your hand on the plow and you look back, you say you're not fit for the kingdom of God. What does that plow represent? Uh, first, it means our walk, our personal walk with God. Don't look back in your personal uh, devotion to God. Don't look back in your personal prayer to God. Um, now, corporate prayer is not a substitute to personal prayer. Corporate, corporate prayer is not a substitute to personal prayer. I want you to unmute your device and say that with me three times. Corporate prayer is not a substitute to personal prayer. Corporate prayer is not a substitute to personal prayer. Corporate prayer. It's not a substitute to personal prayer. Praise the Lord. That tells you and I. Yes. Uh, why we why we join believers to worship God? God still wants us to have personal time with Him, because there are some things that He will reveal to you during your personal quiet time. That um, you know maybe because of the, the the crowd that you were you know in at that time. He might not be able to reveal them to you. So uh, during your personal time, yes, it's very important you seek the face of the Lord and you know what God is saying concerning your life and uh, destiny. Now, number two. So that's number one, spiritual plow. Under it, we have the plow of walking with God. That's the first. Now, today is we're looking at the plow of the kingdom of God. So that means... That spiritual plow means the kingdom of God itself. That anyone who that lays his hand on the plow and looking back is not fit for the kingdom of God. So we want to look at that kingdom of God and look at an example uh, this morning. Turn your Bible with me to uh, Genesis chapter 19. Now we're going to share the scripture quickly 
Um, so I will need, um, I'm going to read from verses 12, I'll read from verses 12 up to verses 16. I'm going to read from verse 17 up to verse 20, another person from verse 21 up to verse 23, somebody else from verse 23, 24 to 26. In Genesis chapter 12, I mean chapter 19, I read from 12. And the man said, Lord, has thou, has thou here any son law and thy sons and thy daughters and whatsoever thou hast in the city? Bring them out of this place, for we will destroy this place. Because the cry of them is waxing great before the face of the Lord. And the Lord has sent us to destroy it. And Lot went out and spake unto his sons-in-law. And spake unto his sons-in-law, which married his daughters and said, Up, get you, get you out of this place, for the law will destroy this city, but he seemed, but he seemed as one that mocked unto his, his sons-in-law. When the morning arose, then the angel hastened the Lord, saying, Arise, take thy wife and thy two daughters, which are here, lest thou be consumed in the iniquity of the city. You will not be consumed in the iniquity of the city in Jesus' name. Now let's have somebody read from verse 16 up to 20. And while he lingered, the man took hold of his hand and his wife's hand and the hands of his two daughters, the Lord being merciful to him. And they brought him out and set him outside the city. Verse 17. So it came to pass when they had brought them outside that he said, Escape for your life. Do not look behind. You nor stay anywhere in plain in the plain. Escape to the mountains, lest you be destroyed. Then Lord said to, to them, Please know, my lords, verse 19. Indeed now your servant has found favor in your sight, and you have increased your mercy, which you have shown me by saving my life. But I cannot escape to the mountains, lest some evil overtake me and I die. Verse 20. See now, this city is near enough to flee to, and it is a little one. Please let me escape there. Is this not a little one? And my soul shall live. Amen. Thank you. Verse 21 to 23. And he said unto him, See, I have accepted thee concerning this, this thing also, that I will not overthrow the city for the for the which thou has spoken. Hasty, escape cheater, for I cannot do anything till thou become cheater. Therefore, no, the city was called Zohar. Mercy of God. The mercy of God will prevail over your life and your family in the name of Jesus. And right. 23, the sun was risen upon the earth when Lot entered into Zohar. Who is in verse 24? 
Then the Lord rained upon Sodom and upon Gomorrah, brimstone and fire from the Lord out of heaven, and he overthrew those cities and all the plain and all the inhabitants of the cities and that which grew upon the ground. Verse 26. But his wife looked back from behind him and she became a pillar of salt. Read that verse 26 two times more. But his wife looked back from behind him and she became a pillar of salt. One more time. But his wife looked back from behind him and she became a pillar of salt. Uh, my prayer for every one of you is that you will not look back. I will not look back in the name of Jesus. Now, uh, brethren, the kingdom of God. There are many accounts in the Bible that God uses to describe what his kingdom look like. One of those accounts, and oftentimes you also hear the Lord Jesus Christ describing, using, referencing those accounts, even though at that time he wasn't yet born into this physical world, though he existed even before time began. But he had not yet been conceived by Mary. He had not yet been a little boy in, the, in, in Jerusalem and all of that. So he, he, wasn't, um, he, he wasn't here physically, but he had existed before time. Now, one of those accounts that describes what the kingdom of God looked like is the story of Sodom and Gomorrah. Sodom and Gomorrah is a land that is full of iniquity. It's a land of sin. Up to today, after this account, Sodom and Gomorrah no longer exist. Even in the history of, you know, of human population, several people are beginning to inhabit it now. But or probably it has been renamed. But so the, the this what happened at Sodom and Gomorrah, Sodom and Gomorrah, it, it describes what the kingdom of God looked like. Now, imagine the number of population of people that were in Sodom and Gomorrah at that time. Sodom and Gomorrah now represent the entire world that we live in. Now, there is so much corruption, there is so much prostitution, there is so much evil going on in our physical world. Now, the angel coming represents the Son of God, represents that Jesus will come back again. Now, Lot and his family represent the few righteous people that will make it to heaven. But even with this, there is something striking in that story. That, that relates to laying your hand on the plow and not looking back. Now, the Bible tells us in verse 26, but, but, when you hear the word but, he's saying that, well, that story is not complete yet. There is something, there's a different version of it. But, 
his wife looked back from behind him as she became a pillar of salt. What is that telling us is that the, the spiritual plow which represents the kingdom of God, it, it, it tells us that when you lay your hand on God, when you, when you say you have known God, when you have testified before the church, before your family, before your old friends, before your colleagues at work that I am a child of God, don't change your mind. Because changing your mind is very, very destructive if you change your mind. But I know no one will change his mind here. So, brethren, the kingdom of God representing a one of the spiritual plow that we must not look back is a God has given us a, a, a picture of what it looks like. And that was the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah. Sodom and Gomorrah was so much full of iniquity to the point that, you know, uh, or, or, you know, homosexuality, what we see in our present day world, was prevalent there. God sent three angels, and I remember those, if you follow the story, those angels had visited Abraham. They had their lunch with Abraham and his family. And as they were going, God said, can I hide from my, my servant that which I want to do? And so Abraham then perceived that God, so Abraham interceded even for that lot and his household that were saved. It was through intercession. In fact, the Bible tells us in verse 16, the Lord being merciful unto him. This morning, God will, God will show somebody mercy in the name of Jesus. God will be merciful unto you and to your household in the name of Jesus. So what does that suggest to us? It was even the mercy of the Lord that kept Lot too. It wasn't that Lot was all that uh, qualified even to escape that destruction. Brethren, if you have members of your household that are not born again, you have responsibility to tell them about Jesus. You have responsibility to bring it to their knowledge about the, 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 the loving, the loving Christ. Now, coming back to Mrs. Lot, brethren, don't pitch your tent in Sodom and Gomorrah because you can't survive it. You cannot survive the iniquity in Sodom and Gomorrah. If you are pitching your, your tent with friends that are corrupt, or you are joining sites that are corrupt, or you are engaging in the, you know, in, in the in corrupt activities, I don't know how far you can survive it. Because what it does is that that lifestyle makes you look bad. That lifestyle, if you are forsaking smoking and drinking before, don't keep company with smokers and drunkards because they will pull you back. If you are forsaken prostitution, if you are forsaken in the past and say, well, no more boyfriend, no more girlfriend. Well, don't look back. Don't start keeping company with that boyfriend again and that girlfriend because it will lead you back into Sodom. So brethren, the kingdom of God, God has given us a picture of how the last day will look like. 
And it is when you look at the life of um, I mean, what happened at Sodom and Gomorrah. Lord, why look back? And our topic is don't look back. Why was she looking back? One, it is disobedience. She has not had personal work with God. And so remember, you know, we can't even trace specifically how, you know, Lord find that that's a woman. For our brothers and sisters, do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. Don't marry somebody that is not heaven bound. Don't do business partnership with people that are not heaven bound. Let your relationship be people that are heaven bound. And it's not difficult to know people who are going to heaven by their character, by their lifestyle, by the kind of fruits they bear. That's how you will know. That's how a simple way to know. The Holy Spirit is able to open your eyes to see certain things. If you can't pinpoint one thing in their life, then you know that there's a lot of work to be done on them. So, brethren, not only disobedient, Mrs. Lord loved the things of the world. One of the things that pull people back is that when they love the things of the world, many of us love wide party. Many of us are even addicted to jewelry. Many of us are addicted to a lot of the things of this world. It doesn't mean it is wrong to wear jewelry. It doesn't mean it is wrong to have all the things of this world, material things. But the thing is that don't let them draw you back into the world. Don't let them entice you away from God. That is God's concern. Mrs. Love, perhaps she was thinking about all her jewelry that she left. She was thinking about all her clothes that she left. And she looked back. Brethren, there is nothing in this world that will make you look back. Nothing. 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 I was told, I, mean, I, read, I saw it, it, an article talking about few people that died and they buried them with something. And when I saw one of them, that he requested that they should bury him with Bible. <laughs> and not just Bible. And with marijuana. And I said, so what does, uh, you know, uh, you know, God has to do with uh, the God of Mama? Bible and marijuana, they should bury. Alexander the Great said they should bury with gold. They did that. All of these things cannot save. Brethren, are you like, you are thinking of going back into your old lifestyle? Or the enemy is telling you, oh, well, uh, prayer, prayer, you've been praying, what has happened? No, God can hear your prayer. Only amend your ways, and he will show up for you. And today, he will show up for you. Today, he will show up for your family. Today, he will send help us to you. In the name of Jesus. So, brethren, what is it that is in this world that you, that you cherish so much that I want to pull you back? Your friends, neighbors, habits, maybe sport. Some people's only sport. 
What is it that is pulling you back away from God? This morning, I want you to bow down your head while we pray. Stay away from Sodom and Gomorrah, and then you will not look back. Stay away from Sodom and Gomorrah, and you will not look back. You have prayer to pray to pray first, appreciating. I appreciate him. Father, I thank you for your word that you have brought unto us this morning. And your next prayer is, Father, whatever represents Sodom and Gomorrah in my life, this morning, Father, open my eyes and deliver me from them. Make sure you are praying now in the name of Jesus. Father, whatever represents Sodom and Gomorrah in my life, this morning, Father, open my eyes and deliver me from them. And your number three prayer is, Father, Whatever attracted Lord White back by looking back, please, Father, don't let it be my testimony. And nothing will attract me back. I separate myself totally from the world. Lift up your voice this, this morning. And if you are here this morning, you are not born again. You have not invited Jesus as your Lord and Savior. This morning, I want you to know that he loves you. There's nothing to cherish in this world. Because one day you are going to leave everything anyway, whether you like it or not. So why not give Jesus a chance in your life now, now that you have that opportunity? And if you are doing that, I want to say, Lord Jesus, I come to you this morning while the rest of you are praying for yourself, praying for your household, pray that no one will look back. Now, if you are raising up your hand, you want to accept Jesus or rededicate your life, say, Lord Jesus, I accept you this morning as my Lord and Savior. Please forgive me my sins. Write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, as from today, help me, Lord, not to look back in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray for as many that pray this prayer. Please forgive them their sin. Write their name in the book of life. Please give them grace never to look back. And together, Lord, with myself, we shall make it to you, even to your kingdom. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Now go ahead and pray together. Father, whatever represents Sodom and Gomorrah in my life, this morning, Father, deliver me from them. Go ahead and make that your prayer in the name of Jesus. Father, whatever represents Sodom and Gomorrah in my life, Lord, open my eyes, open my eyes, open my eyes, and deliver me from them all. Deliver me from them all. Now pray that I will not look back. I will not look back. I will never, never go back to the wall. Never go back to the wall. Brethren, don't go back to clubbing. You can hear me this morning. Do not go back to clubbing. Do not go back to prostitution. Do not go back to drug. Do not go back to, you know, to gossip. Do not go back to the load lifestyle. It's not profitable. It's not profitable to you. Don't go back into fighting. Don't go back into anything that represents Sodom. Don't go back. Don't go back. Cry to God. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus. I will not look back. Lord, whatever attracted the attention of, of Mrs. Lord to look back, that will not be my portion. Keep me, Lord, to the end. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Now, I want you to ask the Lord, commit this weekend to the end. What do you want God to do? What do you desire that the Lord do for you? Go ahead and pray in one minute, and then we'll be back to round up.
Go ahead, begin to appreciate him now for answers to your prayer. Father, I thank you for answers to our prayer. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. I want you to unmute your device and stretch forth your hand if you are sick or you have family member joining you that are sick. Lay your hand upon them and then as we pray, the power of God will touch them. Ancient of days, I am that I am. I want to thank you for this special Thank you for your word you have brought on that we should not look back examples of Sodom and Lord Jesus, I commit to you. Let this word mix with faith in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Power in the name of Jesus. Amen. For you in this way, whatever represents Sodom and Gomorrah, the Lord will open your eyes in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Instead of your children that we remember them for Jesus. Is any of your children that cancel, death cancel? For you in the name of Jesus. On any journey this morning, the Lord will bring the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In your body that is not a blood. Now, in the name of Jesus. Me seven in the name of Jesus. Name of Jesus. Jesus, mighty name.